Welcome to the next 23. If you are new, this is where I share all of the adventures of navigating a new life as a single 40-something after 23 years of marriage. The good and the scary, the weird and the ridiculous. There is no plan. God knows there is no strategy or roadmap for this podcast or the next half of my life. I'm just diving in, breath held, fingers crossed, and no expectations. As Brene Brown said, courage is to tell the story of who you are with your whole heart. These are my stories. Hi, friends. Welcome back to the next 23. I am thinking that I'm ready to talk about college drop-off, I think. I am two weeks out from leaving my son at college, dropping him off at Florida State University and moving him into his dorm and saying goodbye and driving home without him. I know a lot of friends are doing that right now or will be doing that in the next week or so. So I thought I would talk a little bit about my experience now that I can, um, at least I think I can, no promises that I'm not going to cry, um, because that was, it's still very raw and it's still new. Again, it's only been two weeks, but, um, it was one hell of a hard goodbye. Let me just put it that way. I think I've mentioned before in a previous podcast that long story around it, but I have been trying to prepare for this moment in my life for the past nine years. And what I learned is that there's no preparing for it. Um, you can dread it. You can worry about it. You can plan. You can put together strategies, both physically, both um, emotionally, mentally, any kind of strategy you can come up with. You can try and put those together. But in the end, there is no preparing you for that moment where you are hugging your child for the last time um, before you have to get in the car and drive away. That moment was hard as hell. It was, it was, almost impossible. I'm not going to lie. That hug was one of the best and hardest hugs I've ever given my son. And all I kept thinking while I was hugging him was, how do I let go of you when all I want to do is hold on for dear life? And I whispered in his ear, that he was going to have to let go first. And after that, after we (laughs) said goodbye, he let go. I watched him hug his sister, which was probably the second hardest thing for me to see and do. Um, We got, his sister and I got in the car and as we were driving away, which he and his sister had prepared and planned for, (laughs) for my daughter to drive the first part of the trip back because they were a little worried that I wouldn't be able to see the road through my tears and they weren't wrong. Um, so it worked out really well. 
But as we were leaving and driving home, it occurred to me that the reason we're able to let go when all we want to do is hold on for dear life is because we have to remind ourselves that this isn't about us. This is about their life, not ours. And our kids are about to start the next phase of their life, a brand new chapter, a brand new adventure that they've been dreaming about at least for a year, maybe a year and a half in detail while they while they've been applying for colleges and taking SATs and ACTs and getting all the grades and doing all the applications and doing everything they need to do. They've been dreaming and thinking about that moment nonstop for at least a year and a half, if not years, if not decades. And it we can't deny them that moment. We we have to let them go and let them experience this, even though every fiber of our being is screaming. We don't want to. The other thing that I realized that was important during this the couple of days we were down there is that it is okay for them to be sad and for them to be homesick because they're going to be. And we need to, I needed to let Alex know that of course he was going to miss his family and of course he was going to miss his friends. And he was going to a place where he knew no one. And that is scary. And all of those feelings are normal and real and worthy of being embraced. All those feelings are worthy of being leaned into. And also, I needed to remind him that those feelings weren't going to last forever. Um, We had been talking for several months over the summer leading up to his move-in date about how hard it was for him to leave everyone here. Um, Even though he was excited about starting college, there was still this pain, this big, big pain um, and sadness that he felt. And we talked about how I was actually really glad about that because that meant that he had some big, big love that he was leaving here. Um, And if he didn't have that sadness and that, that pain about leaving, then it meant that he wasn't feeling all the big love from all the people here who were going to miss him and same with his friends. So not that that helped take any of the pain away or subside it, but I think it, if you can remember that big love means there's big pain when you have to leave or things change, um, it, it kind of makes you feel even more loved and feel like it's worth it. Um, because you know, that love's never going to end or go away. And so we had a lot of conversations around that. I had to keep reminding myself of that (laughs) for the first week of being home, that, that big, big, huge, just all encompassing pain that I was feeling of missing him was just because the love was even bigger. And it also helped that 
even though that first day, that Tuesday of us leaving was so, so hard. When I talked to him on Wednesday, he had already made, met so many people and made a lot of friends and he started to figure things out. And by day two, he was starting to get into his groove and I could tell he was very excited and having a really good time. And he still missed his friends. He still missed us. I think I'm I hope he still does, but every single day got better and better and that made it better and easier for me. So friends, for all of you who are about to make that journey, whether it's 15 minutes down the road or whether it's across the country, for all of you who are about to take your babies and leave them to go live on their own for the first time. Just know that I am with you. I feel you deeply. I know it's hard. I know it is just a gut-wrenching pain, but I also know that this is what we've been working towards their whole lives. We've been preparing them to go out into this world and do amazing things and be amazing people. And live an amazing life. And that's really all we want for our kids. So while there's not really any way that we can be prepared for it, we as parents have been preparing them for it and they are ready. It's time. And knowing that makes it so much easier. Um, Not easy, but easier to not just be devastated and destroyed and crawl, want to crawl into bed for a week and not, not get up um, because that's not really an option. And it feels like that's what we should do <laughs> because that's what we feel like we want to do, but, but it's not. So anyway, not really a whole lot of advice here for you, um, except just you have to get through it and know it is Again, just one hard hell of a goodbye and know that you're never going to be able to prepare yourself for that moment, but also know that they're going to figure it out and they are going to start an amazing journey and an amazing life. And this season, this time truly is about them. So I hope that helps a little bit. I don't know. I keep telling myself this every day, (laughs) I guess, to try and convince myself that, you know, this is how I feel. I know I don't feel it, but I know it's, I know it to be true. So even though my heart and my soul is not feeling all of it right now, I do know that this is true and that this is the way it's supposed to be. Um, It also has made me appreciate my parents so much more knowing that they went through this and seeing how they handled it because you, I had no idea what it was like, um, from this side of it, the the parent side of it. And, oh, geez, Louise, it is, it's a tough one. It, it's hard. And, uh, I'm very thankful that I don't have to do it again for two more years. I don't, I'm not sure how (laughs) I'm going to handle the the next one because it'll be my last, but, uh, you know, I'm going to try and hold on to some of these lessons from this time and, and take that into the next one in two years. But I'm just not going to think about that for, for right now. 
And uh, I hope all of you moms out there that have recently dropped off your babies, I hope you're holding up. I hope you're doing okay. For all of you moms who are about to drop off your babies, hang in there. Reach out if you need to talk or cry. I will do all of that with you. Um, but know that every single day that you hear from your kids and you can hear it in their voice that they are a little bit happier and a little bit less homesick is another day that you will feel better. Um, I promise. So I hope you can get through this season. I hope you can enjoy all of your time that you have with them. If you haven't dropped your babies off yet, I hope you can listen and feel the lessons that this season is going, is trying to teach us and teach you. And, um, just hang in there. Just hang in there, Mama. I love you. Thank you for listening to The Next 23 with me, Kelly Taylor. I'll be sharing my stories each week and would love for you to come back if you feel this time makes your day better in some way. If it does, and you do, please like it and let me know. If it doesn't, that's okay too. You don't have to tell me. I won't mind. It's fine. <laughs>